It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Happy Saturday morning to you live from the WSB studios off Peachtree Street. I'm Ashley Frasca filling in for Walter Reeves today. He's out playing in the rain, as most of you will have to do today. As Charlie O'Brien just mentioned, some of those storms coming over from the Carrollton and Rome area just west of Metro Atlanta right now. WSB radio and television will be keeping a close eye on those storms for you all day long. But we're here to take your lawn and garden questions, hopefully in between showers. Maybe you can get a little lawn work done. I'm joined in studio by Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery. Good morning to you, Mickey. Good morning. How are you? Thanks for coming in in the rain. We certainly appreciate it. And Neil Tarver, our friend from the Cobb County Extension Office, the horticultural agent there for many years. Neil, good to have you in studio as well. Thank you. Good morning. Glad to be here. It's always so good to have you guys. I couldn't do this show without you, and Walter knows that, so I appreciate you coming in. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today. I was just mentioning to you all, when I have the opportunity to fill in for him, this is the perfect time of year. I'm so observant, and it's just much more fun, really, to be observant in the springtime, see all the things that are flowering and Mm -hmm. get the vegetable gardens going and all of that. So I kind of wanted to start off, give the folks a chance to call 404 872 0750 is the number there. Give you all a chance to warm up the phone lines. And Mickey, tell us, what are some of the things you've been doing? You've posted great pictures on Facebook, but to get the yard and the garden oh, ready. Oh, yeah. My yard looks so, it looks better than it did last year. This time last year, it didn't look as good as it does now. Um, my grass is all greened up. I've got St. Augustine. It's all greened up. My vegetable garden's in. I had baby squash on my squash plants. I was so excited. I've never had them that early before. Um, I've planted some things in my woodland garden. I planted some epimediums and some um, uh, foam flowers, some new ones in there. So I've got that all done. And my perennial beds are done and my roses are done. And now, I'm do you do? Enjoy. I know you've got a beautiful yard, but do you do some potted things too? I along do the some pots. Patio? Yeah, I do some pots in there. I've got, I got a huge. Um, bird nest fern and i've got that in one i've got it planted with some caladiums and some uh, it's pretty it's real pretty and some uh ferns it looks good i'm proud makes my my heart sing it does doesn't (laughs) it and i'm real proud to maintain mine too and i just planted all my annuals but i mean do you think you said the yard looks a lot better right now than it did this time last year i mean that nine days of rain a week or so ago really that was something is really just greened up It, it looks good i mean i'm pleased my my garden my my um, grass looks much better than it did last year. Well, and thank goodness for those nine days. We needed oh, it to wash yeah. away the pollen. That's but exactly now, right. But now, out there yesterday, sneezing my head off. So now I think round two, maybe grass pollen this maybe time. Maybe something else. Oh, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Well, Neil, what is new with you up in Cobb County? Oh, <clears throat> well, we're very busy with a lot of spring activities. Um, right now, this weekend, if you're interested in getting some very interesting plants and some art for the garden. The Cobb Master Gardeners are having their annual plant fair and plant sale. Started Friday, and it's going on Friday and Saturday until 4 o'clock today at Jim Miller Park So you can on Callaway Road in Marietta. So you can go on out there and 
Find you some real good stuff. You could even shop in the rain because they're under a covered pavilion. Perfect. <laughs> bring the kids, bring the umbrellas. But that's great. Did they have a lot of success yesterday? Were you able to talk to anybody that was there yesterday? Oh, I think it was great yesterday. Yeah, I was the there weather yesterday. Was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, we will keep a close eye on that weather. As we mentioned, it's 12 after the hour. We'll get right to your phone calls. We want to start with our friend Nicole in Griffin. Good morning, Nicole. Ashley. How are you? Fine. What's so, blooming? So good to hear from you. What's blooming yeah oh everything my rhododendrons just started Ooh, blooming beautiful. they're beautiful my irises the azaleas are starting to fade a little bit yeah, that makes me sad did. but i've got some other pretty things to look at so what have you observed lately i can't wait to know well i was thinking that if you have a lot of stuff like if you don't go out one day you are missing something that You're is the right. truth like my irises they're the the really pale pale purple and a couple of days ago, hadn't noticed them at all. And mm-hmm. thank goodness I was out there doing some yard work yesterday. And, I mean, it just hit me in the face. I was so glad I was out there to see those. My best one is the Dutch iris. It's got a different form than our iris, you know, boy. So pretty. I cannot believe God did that way. I mean, it's just <laughs> incredible. That and, and mine are so fragrant, too. I thought that oh, God my. really did something when he, when he came up with these. They're beautiful. I know. it. Our question is about... Uh, I have a ton low of um, flat leaf parsley. I mean, lots of lots. Then I was thinking I'm going to dry them, put them in the freezer. Then I was thinking that uh, I would cut the biggest stalk and uh, stalk and put in the water. Do you think it's going to grow out roots? I just want to try. I've never heard of anybody doing it with parsley. I know they're doing it with a lot of other things. Um, this re- renewable or whatever they call it, vegetables. I know they're doing that a lot. I've never seen anybody do it with parsley. Parsley's a biannual. If you'll just let it and let it go to seed, let it bolt and go to seed, it'll come up. You I know, think if it. I wanted to reroot it instead of water, I'd probably just give it a try in some wet potting, you know, moist um, potting know. mixture. Or um, something like a vermiculite or something. See if you could get it to root like that. Because, oh, boy, I just love this parsley until those little zebra, I don't know, they're just eating the whole thing. Little <laughs> bugs? <laughs> those are the... Um, the, the parsley swallowtail butterfly. I, I mean, uh, but butterfly that's early. Larvae. I mean, the um, larvae, the little striped ones, they don't usually till later. Okay, okay, so I'm going to say it yeah. sometimes you just turn around and it's all gone. And you said, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> but look at the pretty butterflies in your yard. They like herbs as much as we do. Well, so what else have you noticed, Nicole? Well, um, here and there and everywhere, I know I'm doing a lot of work. Every day I'm out there, you know, 9 o'clock in the morning. Because it's time to separate things and you have a bed that's got too much of it. You're just planting everywhere. And I have this uh, creeping Jenny. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love that too. It just it just bright up your whole garden because uh, because it comes back every year and because of the color the margarita color. It's beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. I know you spend a lot of time out and about, so I always love to hear what you're observing out there. That helps me. It helps me learn too, and kind of what to be on the lookout for. We all learn. One thing I learned is I read something and it said. Richer soil would produce more green than flowers. Then you think those flowers that need poor soil, you put them in a rich soil, it's not going to have flowers. 
Hmm. I would think yeah. the more green, though, then it's more, it has put better more ability. Into it. But you can put too much nitrogen and then you'll get all green growth instead yeah. of flowers. I think that's what that's true. Flowers or fruit. It, yeah. Isn't it? Interesting. Well, Nicole, we always love to hear from you. Thank you so much for calling and you be safe out there this weekend. Yes. Bye, Ashley. All right. Bye, thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye. All right. Up next, I think we have time for Charles in Athens. Good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you today? Encore azaleas. I've got 30 or 40 beauties. They're about three years old, and they haven't bloomed as much as I had hoped. I've got some hollytone, but I haven't taken it out of the bag yet. How much, what do I do? <laughs> if that's not right, tell me what to do. How much sun do you have them in? Uh, some have plenty of sun. I've got four or five that have four hours of sun. So encores just seem to, if you'll notice on the package, they say part to full sun. Right. I think they need more sun than the others, and they also need more fertilizer. I fertilize mine every time they bloom, and when they get their blooming, and I use hollytone. That's what I use on mine. How much hollytone do you put on one? A handful. <laughs> I don't, a handful? I'm, not, I'm not much of a measurer. I'm sorry. Just look on the bag. It'll tell you how much to use. Would you guess a half a cup? Yeah, maybe. I've got little hands, so okay. not much. Yeah, and I put it around there, but I do think it's just real important that they have plenty. You, it, if they don't have enough sun, you can't put enough fertilizer on them to make them bloom. Now, how often will they bloom? Twice a year? Mine do three times what? a year. So it depends on the variety. Um, I've got Autumn Carl, and it blooms three times a year. Wow. My goodness. So every time it blooms, I fertilize it. I don't fertilize it as much in the fall. I just put a little bit. But, uh, sure. It does great. It's a great plant. And uh, is there anything better than hollytone? That's what I use. Sometimes I use that E.B. Stone um, azalea camellia food. That's another organic, but it's a real slow release. Do you know of I anything see. better, Neil? I think that's perfectly good, the hollytone, because it needs that acidic fertilizer. Yeah. And today's the day to do it, right? Let it really drench into the soil, soak into the soil pretty well? Yeah, that'd be a good time. Don't don't get anywhere near it with any lime, though. I had that the other day. A man had limed his lawn and limed his azaleas at the same time. And oh, that's, no. That's not hey, a good I was going to ask that. What's your pH, and yeah. do you ever prune them, too? Because mm-hmm. that's critical with, with azaleas if you prune at the incorrect time. Yeah. Uh, so with encores, too high. you know, if they bloom that often, you prune. I after prune them the after the first bloom is when I after the first. Them. Okay, and yeah, it's kind of a selective prune yeah. too. You can't prune them the way you would do some of the others. All right, good luck to you, Charles. Thank you so much for the call. Six eighteen here on WSB. We'll be back right after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves for the lawn and garden advice you need. And to start you off with a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Forget the garden and head on over to Pikes because we're in for nothing but rain. Steady showers throughout the morning. They turn to thunderstorms by this afternoon. High temperatures reaching the upper 70s. And tonight, clouds remain and the chance of rain diminishes, yes, 40% with low temperatures in the mid-60s. Stay tuned to Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast coming up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I'm Ashley Frasca filling in for Walter Reeves today, joined by Mickey Gasway and Neil Tarver in the studio and we saw this call in the break and we were really curious about it. Is it Shavier? 
Are you there? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Hey, go ahead and turn your radio off for us. Oh, that's probably the TV you Okay. Hear. Well, what is your question today? My question today, Mickey's always talking about her eggs. And I would love to have chickens, maybe three or four, however many it takes to have eggs. And I don't know if you need a rooster. Well, you are in luck. During the break, we looked up the guidelines. At least this is as of March 2013, so things may have changed. You probably want to check with DeKalb County on this. But Decatur, according to Walter Reeves, voted the most chicken-friendly in DeKalb. How about that? Roosters are allowed, but neighbor disturbances and complaints, you want to keep that in mind. Um, You need at least four square feet of space per bird. Housing has to be located at a minimum of 75 feet away from the neighbor's house. So, Mickey, you can attest to that. You've got to have a lot of space. Yeah, and ours is way... Now, I don't live in Decatur. I live in Dallas. Mine is way back off the road. But you're going to love your chickens. I hope you can have some because they're so much fun. And you do not need a, a rooster. You need roosters for baby chickens, but you don't need roosters for eggs. That's great. And now, I know Walter hatches some every yeah. year but how would she go about even finding i ordered chickens? i i i got mine from uh a, i can't even remember the name of the place but anyway we ordered them you get them tractor supply has them this time of year but you want probably want to get some that are just hens because you want them to lay eggs and do love them do go to the extension office first or at least yeah. give them a call make sure we follow all the guidelines as i just read it was march 2013 scott maxim playing the chicken music i love it i'm <laughs> over here doing the chicken dance while mickey's talking 627 on wsb we are having fun taking your calls live in the studio 404-872-0750 i'm ashley frasca you're listening to lawn and garden on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb <laughs> It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 635 on WSBM Ashley Frasca. Good morning. Sitting in for Walter Reeves, joined in studio by Mickey Gasway and Neil Tarver. So happy to have so many of you calling in. I, I guess you're stuck indoors because it's raining and you know the weather's going to be bad today. So what else to do but call WSB and get your lawn and garden questions answered. We love it. Give us a call 404-872-0750. That's the number that Vicki out of Mansfield called to get through. Good morning, Vicki. Good morning. What's your question? Um, Walter had talked about putting the gypsum on the tomato plants to keep them from getting blossom in rot. I did not get any sheetrock, but I did get a bag of gypsum. <laughs> so I couldn't deal with the beating up the sheetrock. So anyway, um, I put it out yesterday. I got my tomato plants yesterday. I'm doing the straw bale garden. Oh, great. But there was no instructions on the bag. Walter's instructions said a two-by-two-inch piece of sheetrock beat up. So I put a quarter, cu- a quarter of a cup of the gypsum in each hole. Does that sound about right? I don't know. I think I, <laughs> I, I have never done that. I, my experience with um, 
protecting tomatoes from blossom end rot was always to use lime because it was a calcium yeah, deficiency or either well, irregular watering. It's the calcium sulfate. That's what the gypsum is, is calcium sulfate. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you don't know. Does, does Nikki know? <laughs> I don't. You know, I always, I recommend, I'm like Neil, I always do um, lime to reduce the pH so mm-hmm. that it's available. But right. the other thing, and to me, almost as important, is not letting them get wet, dry, wet, dry. And right. I don't know how the, how the hay bales, how do you, I'm not exactly sure how those work. I'm, well, you know, you it's, um, Walter had the guy Joel Carson on, and uh-huh. this is my third year doing it, and they work. They are. It's the most wonderful thing. That is a great. It it is uh, the main good thing about it, it. Well, there are several. You don't have to weed it. And then my mom is 82 and just loves her garden, but she doesn't like stooping over to pick her beans. So. The, the hay bales raise everything up, so she just walks sure. down and picks the beans. <laughs> well, now, do you wet them to make them You have to go rotter. through that 12-day um, process. It's, it's putting on um, ammonium nitrate and then wet, right. and then the last day you put on the 10-10-10. And by the time, and especially this year with all the rain we've had, by the time you plant, they are saturated and beginning to deteriorate. And then you put the potting mix on top. And you actually plant your seeds in that, and you kind of juggle a little hole and put a little bit of the potting mix and put your tomato plants and other um, plants in that. So um, Walter has talked about it a good bit. Yeah, I, I appreciate you telling us about that because I, I've been thinking about I've read the book. I've got the book at home, but I hadn't tried it. I think I'm going to go home and buy some wheat straw at Pike's and... Um, Give it a try. She was pretty dedicated. <laughs> now, with the blossom end rot, as you said, you know, caused by a lack of calcium, there's also a spray, any kind of spray that you could use with calcium Yeah, chloride. there's a, there's, it's a uh, stop rot, I, is it stop rot? I think that's the name of it, and you spray it on, and you spray it on the leaves, and it, of course, it once the tomato gets the blacks, the blossom end rot, it's not going to help, but it will, um, it will prevent it on the others if you, you know, if you don't get enough in or something like that. Now, it is on Walter's website, though. I mean, he may have the instructions on there, but I'm not sure how much he would recommend. All right. Well, thank you so much for the call, Vicki. We Thanks certainly appreciate it. Yeah, that was interesting, <laughs> wasn't it? Janet in Douglasville, good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you? I have a bank at the end of my driveway. It's about a 90-degree angle. It's real straight. It gets the morning sun by the afternoon about 2.30. It's in the shade. What would you recommend? What kind of ground cover would you recommend I put on it? Now, are you going for something you know, pleasing to look at or just to prevent erosion? What's your purpose? Just to prevent erosion. Someone had told me blue... Uh, Rug juniper, I believe, mm-hmm. or wandering juniper. How about heliobores or just plain or Vinca, I like Vinca Minor. Vinca Minor does Vinca great. Minor. It spreads okay. and uh, it's, it holds good. And you'd have to plant less because the Vinca Minor spreads so much, it'll cover the ground with fewer plants. Don't do Vinca Major because it's pretty aggressive, but the Vinca Minor does good. And okay. it has pretty blue flowers on it, and it's evergreen. Okay. Hmm, what about just the plain juniper? You don't recommend that? I don't those? think you've got enough sun. No, they like full sun. Full sun. Isn't yeah. there a variety of, I mean, in my front yard, I've got a little bit of a slope, not extreme as extreme as Janet's, but I don't get a whole lot of the Japanese garden juniper. And it crawls. And it crawls, but it's slower. I don't know that it makes it. I've got some around some, uh, or my son's got some around his Japanese maples. 
But it, I don't think for ground cover, I don't think that would be good. Okay, so Vinca Minor and any recommendations from you? You said well for uh, it, now it's a slope. You said mm-hmm. now uh, a good, another good thing for do for a slope sometimes is to plant something like a vine and just let it grow down. Yeah. So anything is going to be a little bit of a process to really fill in, maybe a season or so. Yeah, yeah, probably so. If you you could even do mondo grass or something mm-hmm. like that, that That's would help too. All right, thank you for the call, Janet. Good luck to you, Norman. You're next on WSB. Good morning. Good morning. Calling from Stormy Sonoya. This oh goodness, <laughs> y'all are you're you're getting rained on right now as we speak, aren't you? Yeah, and it's thunder booming out here too. Well, you be careful if you're uh, out there driving around. So what's going on? Thank you. Yeah, we've got a Cleveland pear. I guess it's about. Um, 12 to 13 years old. It's gotten quite tall, about 35 to 40 feet. And it just didn't seem to bloom right this year, but it, that was right during the late freeze that hit. That just destroyed my azalea blooming, uh, destroyed my Confederate jasmine. <laughs> 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 was just devastating. Uh, but right now I noticed that the leaves are uh, about half brownish black, green, and goes up to about three quarters. Then at the top, crown is 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 vibrant green right now good healthy looking leaves and i don't know if that's from the freeze or if it's got some kind of a a blight or something that what you described in the leaves now i know freeze damaged leaves can look like that Uh um is it putting the greener the newer leaves coming out though are they coming out green or they're all turning that way because there can be uh, freeze damage. Sometimes there are some diseases too that could do that. Yeah, it, it looks like just the from the three quarters uh, from the top all the way from the bottom up to three quarters of the top it looks pretty much like. Well, there's something that looks wrong with this tree. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's. Um, I don't really see a lot of new growth. Um, I checked the root zone too. It sounds like it may have some sort of a. A root problem. Did anything, any digging okay. or any, you go over the root zone with any heavy equipment or anything like that? Or have that? you used yeah. any kind of herbicides in the root zone? Um, no, just some image on the lawn for uh, Poyanua. Uh oh, you, you yeah. grimaced at that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's some of the. I went to a seminar not long ago when they were talking about the lawn, the damage that was done to lawns under trees by people sure. putting herbicides on. And I, I don't know whether image. I don't know whether it's two four D is a big two D is a big that, one, but that's not what's in image. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what image has got. Something. You know, you may want to take it to your extension office and have it examined. Now, what part he would take a leaf or a whole branch? I take a, a cutting of a branch with some some of the affected leaves on it. You want to take a, a living sample. Don't take dead leaves. <laughs> Uh, but if you had a branch that, say, is in transition with some affected leaves, some green leaves, about a foot to two foot long cutting, because uh, we, we need to see fresh tissue and, and or living tissue, and, and take it to your extension office. You're in Fayette, aren't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. down south of 85, yep. Well, good advice. Thank you, Neil. Good luck to you, Norman. Thank you so much for the call. Next, we have time to jump in and take John from Kennesaw. Good morning. Good morning. You're a question about your dogwood tree. Yeah, I have, uh, it's a fairly small one. It's about nine, maybe ten years old that I, I bought, I think, at Pike's. But, you know, it's like a one, two-gallon <laughs> potted tree, and I put it in. And, you know, if you remember 
few years back, we had a lot of dry summers and whatnot, so I had to water like crazy to keep it alive and going and whatnot. But about four or five years into the process, I got one tiny little blossom in, in the spring, and that is it. I have never had flowers ever before that or ever since that. Do you know if do you know if it, it was a named dogwood? If, if it had a name like, um, I don't think so. I think I if think it's it was just, just a, if it's just a dogwood, you don't know. You don't. It's if you have a named cultivar. Um, I can't think of any of them right now. I'm losing it. Um, but like something cloud, that's one. Anyway, if you have a named cultivar, you know exactly when it's going to bloom. It's going to bloom early. If you have one that just says Cornus Florida, which is just Florida dogwood, which is what our dogwoods are, then you don't know. So it's a, it's a timing thing? And, so it, and it, may, it may take it. Years and years. To, years and years. Oh, yeah. okay. So there is. So there is some hope. <laughs> yeah, there is. And and do the best you can with mulching it, making sure it's got the right amount of right. sunlight. Water, and it needs a little bit of sun. If it's deep shade, it's not going to keep gonna babying do. it. All right. It's, all right. We quickly have time to jump down to Griffin, GA, and talk to Bob. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a question about my grapevine this year. Uh, it had gotten the spurs had gotten awfully bulky and long, and this past January, I severely pruned it back, and maybe too far, because I'm getting very little growth. I thought that it would sprout out some new leaves along the old wood, but um, is there a way to encourage growth by maybe cutting through the bark or anything like that that I could make it uh, put out new growth? Uh, are you talking about a muscadine or bunch yes, grapes? Yes, a muscadine. Uh-huh. I think it's just you know, if it was severely pruned back into some of the older wood, I think it's just a matter of waiting to uh-huh. let it regenerate. Um, right. And then also, if you're not getting much growth, uh, do you, you maybe you might have some compacted soil going on. Uh, right. Use a pitchfork or something because you can't like till it up but you could poke holes in the root zone right. so if you can loosen up some of the soil right okay i'll try that and it does have some there are some leaves but uh i won't be getting any amount of muscadines this year but hopefully we'll put out some new runners and i can uh prune back from there next year right you probably won't it's going to act sort of like when it's a a brand new vine where it's going to take a while to put its growth back out the sacrifices gardeners make to go a year (laughs) or two without blooms or without fruit just for the betterment of the plant but good advice thank you bob good luck and grapes you can send them to 1601 west no i'm just joking we'd love some all right 649 on wsb we're going to check news weather and traffic we'll be back right after this (laughs) <laughs> this is Scott Slate, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellis weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. 
Time for a weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. If you're hoping for sunshine today, oh, sorry, you missed your chance. Not going to happen. The ATL will see rain and a chance of periodic thunderstorms all day long. Kirk Mellish has been telling you about this all week. But we have afternoon highs in the upper 70s. Clouds remain in the metro area overnight and the chance of rain diminishes 40% with lows dropping to the mid-60s. Stay tuned right here. Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast coming up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. I'm Ashley Frasca from the traffic team and the Herman Kane show happily filling in for Walter Reeves while he is away. Joined in studio with Mickey Gazaway and Neil Tarver, a Cobb County horticultural agent. And we want to tell you, you've been hearing the commercials on WSB all week for Pike Nursery hosting its annual Ladybug weekend today and tomorrow at all store locations, right? That's right. It's so much fun. And, for, and for, with every purchase, you'll get uh, some ladybugs. You can take some home for free. We've got the big uh, the big containers that you can purchase, but we've got we'll give you some to take home for free. Now, tell me one or two reasons, real quick. Why why do I want ladybugs? Because they are they consume other uh, harmful bugs. Neat. Yeah. And right yeah. after picking up the ladybugs, Neil, they can head up to Cobb County. What's going on? Well, up there in Cobb County today, we're having our Cobb County Master Gardener volunteers are having their annual plant sale and garden fair at Jim Miller Park until 4 o'clock. And by the way, Paulding County is having their plant sale. Their master gardeners are having their plant sale today, too. So there are some things to do despite the rain. Get the family out of the house. Just bring the umbrellas, guys. 6.58 almost on WSB. We're taking your calls next.